What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Attack Features, the Bad, Red, and Horror Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Capo, and today, with my lovely co-host, Elaine, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about the 2022 horror movie. Slasher flick? Yeah, it's a slasher. Christmas Bloody Christmas. What? Christmas Bloody Christmas. I thought you said Christmas Buddy Christmas, and I was like, what? Yeah, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Yeah. It was um, definitely a bloody Christmas, for sure. It was. We'll get into that, though. Mm. Uh, so we are back. Yep. We have survived the uh, harsh winter. <laughs> the freeze-again. Yes. Survived is probably very generous. I don't think I survived it. Yeah, it was fucked up. Having uh, rolling blackouts and shit. And it's- then our power was off for, like... 11, 11 hours. hours. Yeah, that yeah. sucked. That did fucking suck. No heat. Yeah. It was Apartment cold. got really cold. It was cold as shit. It was like, may as well have been homeless people at that point. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to pick up or not, but I'm pretty sure our neighbors are having like some sort of like Christmas move-in party because they moved in today. The new neighbors. I don't know what they're doing up there. I have no idea. Maybe they're just unboxing shit. I don't know. But I keep like hearing music and then I heard a microphone. Well, maybe they unboxed their microphone. I don't know. Yeah, I heard somebody on a microphone up there. I thought they were going to be able to start doing karaoke, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on up there. I can't identify this music. Earlier, it sounded like Christmas music or Christmas music, but then it sounded like trap. And now I don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on up there. I just don't. I'm just happy that it's not so loud that we can. We've That's had, true. We've, some, we've had some terrible neighbors live above us. Yeah. Most recently, the child that would scream hysterically. All I'm day. pretty sure they locked it in that room all the time. All day, every day? Yeah. Just lock him in that room. And where had, he had a, a trampoline. Where he had a trampoline. It was well, like his only means of escape from his terrible he life. He would just jump up and down on that trampoline. Nonstop. I would see him when I'd be like walking the dogs and he'd be knocking on the window and he'd wave at me. Yeah, because they locked him in that room. I'm pretty sure they yeah. just locked him in that room and he would scream. Yeah. Trying to, I could, cause I could hear him trying to open the door and he'd be screaming in there. Yeah. I think they just locked him up in that room just cause they didn't want to deal with his ass. Yeah. Well, they didn't look like the most, uh, responsible parents. No, not really. That, uh, the dad or whatever he was. That one day you recorded him and he was like telling, screaming at them to shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I'd always see him out in the parking lot and he'd be working on that busted ass fucking car he had all the time. And, uh, that always had a flat tire. And he'd always be out there with, like, other bummy dudes, and they would be, like, smoking blunts and shit, just looking, like, bummy as fuck. That's true. 
And then I'd see that baby running around in a diaper. Yeah, they never put clothes on no that baby. No shoes, no nothing. Just no, no matter what the weather was, that kid was always yeah, in a diaper. Just running around in a diaper. They never put clothes on it. Trap baby. That did, they didn't last up there very long. They were only up there for a couple of months. Yeah. Then they had to pack. I remember coming out of the apartment and uh, seeing uh, they had the trampoline like rip uh, the, like uh, those fucking cords you get zip, those zip ties no 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 the, no like those cords bungee you, bungee yeah, cords yeah bungee cords and they had the fucking like tr- the trampoline the trampoline yeah, yeah the, the fu- jumping thing yeah, yeah the fucking <laughs> the trampoline was like stuffed into the trunk and then they used all these bungee cords to like bind it down yeah, they it was could, like sticking they halfway leave, out they couldn't leave that behind yeah that nasty ass car one of the windows uh, wouldn't go up, and it was halfway down, so it rained in there and shit like all the time. They never took that kid's car seat out of there, so it was all moldy. Oh, gross! Yeah, nasty ass motherfuckers up there. We've had some bad neighbors up there. Yeah, never had, never had luck with neighbors up that way. No, no. Which sucks because always the neighbors always across the hole have never been an issue. I think uh, maybe like our apartment just like hate us, and they have these people do like loud test, and then they're like, oh yeah, we'll just move you in. Above mm-hmm. those people. Well, they must love renovating that apartment because now they've had to like deep clean and renovate that thing like, like three, three times. times. Yeah. Three times in like a year and a half. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember when they those people left from up there, which I'm pretty sure they just abandoned it because I've, uh, I remember I was coming up the stairs and those fucking, uh, the guys from Aaron's were there to like repo all their shit. <laughs> And I was, and I was one that had to break it to him and be like, hey man, I'm pretty sure those people like abandoned and like dipped off. And then the next day, it wasn't the next day, it was like a couple of days later when they were cleaning it out and they were bringing out like 25 bags of just garbage and nasty-ish trash and shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, that yeah. apartment gets trashed all the time. There you go. Hood stories. Yeah. Let's move on. We also live on the street where everyone likes to drive down and test out their new guns. Yeah. Yeah. You hear it like all the time. Christmas Day gunshots. All holidays, you always know. But yes, moving on. Have you watched anything good lately? Um, yeah, but now you always put me on the spot, and I don't remember without my phone. Yeah, I've been watching. Um, I watched. Did I? I might have already mentioned this, but I watched Wednesday, which was the new Adam's Adam's family. family. That was really good. I don't know Mm. if I mentioned that before, but it is good, worth watching. Um. Oh, also, I have to apologize. We're both sick. Yeah. So, so you hear some uh, some snottiness going on. I'm I sorry. apologize. I'm gonna try to edit out it, most of it as best I can. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Wednesday, I just saw where people were saying uh, people got mad because the bullies. One of the bullies was like black or something. Yeah. And people started saying that that was like racist. Yeah, but there's those. That's the thing about this. Also, got a lot of. I don't know if it got heat, but it got attention for it because Tim Burton is like notoriously bad at casting people of color. See, I, I remember. But I think the really reason is Tim Burton only ever casts two people, Johnny Depp and his wife. Yeah, I don't know. That should really be the big slam. People, uh, I, I saw where people were saying shit about that, and I just never really thought about it. I'm not a huge. Um, yeah, I would Tim never. Burton guy. I would never have noticed, but yes, he is. He only casts white people, so I guess this is the first time. Uh, but I don't even think it's like he's against like people of color being casted. I think he just only ever casts his wife and Johnny Depp and stuff. 
That's all he casts. I don't know. So um, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, what was the one that I was just watching that I actually thought was good and I said was going to tell you about? Oh, I did start watching Willow. Yeah, so I, I did watch. Yeah, I watched the end up until what they had. I don't know if it's the end of the season or if it's just if there's more coming. I didn't check to see if they air it every week. Um, I watched The Patient. Mm. So I'm thinking there'd be more for this because it didn't seem like that many episodes. It's decent. We finished Mob Psycho. Oh, I love my that was great. And that was the end of the series too. They yeah, wrapped it up nicely. I liked it. I that liked was really it. Good. I don't know what else. I don't think I've really watched anything else. I've just been watching a bunch of bullshit. You always watch bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, just random bullshit. But um, yeah, Mob Psycho was good. We're starting my Hero Academy and the new one. New season. Yeah. I went back and rewatched The Reef because I want to do a review for uh the new The Reef stocked. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll go back and watch the first Reef because it's been 15 years. I remember, I think I was telling you about this, right? It's, the, it's this guy from Australia, and he made this movie called The Reef. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like 15 fucking years ago. And a lot of people will be, will say, will like talk about how great that movie is. And fucking, like, if you if you get on Google and top, type in, like, top five fucking uh, shark movies. It's always on lists like that. And people always just talk about how like a good shark movie it is. And like, it's all realistic and shit like this. But I remember watching it when it came out and I did, I was just like, you know what? I didn't care for it personally. Mm-hmm. So I've, I, I figured I'd give it another shot, watch it again. I still don't care for it. I think I care for it less than the first time I watched it. Hmm. Maybe cause it's got all the hype. <sighs> I don't know, sharks and werewolves. Like uh, those are the two like movies I always want to see. That's true. If you say if you got sharks you or are, werewolves, I'm like, man, I got I want to check are, it out. You are a slut for sharks and werewolves. It is, but sure. the problem is most of those movies aren't good. Yeah, there's not really that many there's good werewolf a, movies. There's not a lot of good werewolf movies. And no. there's, no, there's definitely not a lot of good shark movies. I, I mean, Sharknado. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> I I've never watched one. Like, all the way through. Sharknado? No, yeah, I have no oh, intention no, to. I've never ever watched one. Silly. But I'll save all that for... Is shark or just fish? When I do that. What? Sharks are fish. Yeah. I don't know. Like, people just... I don't know. They're fish. Like, they're just big, scary fish, I guess. What are you saying? I don't know. They, to me, I don't get shark movies, because it's just a fucking fish. Fish are scary. Like an angler fish? You ever seen those fucking things? Yeah, it's but what's the looking. chance of getting attacked by an angler fish? I, mean, I don't know. Mm. You have to go really deep. Yeah, you would. But, I mean, that's the thing, though. That's the whole, like, allure of the shark attack because they're so rare. That if you did have a shark, it just went rogue like that and just started fucking just murdering people. It had the taste for blood. I don't think a shark would go rogue. It's, like, literally just tries to eat what it can because it's a fish. Yeah, but it's then, I mean, fish. like... You're looking at like what about like outside outside uh, extenuating circumstances? Like what? Like it gets a gun license and starts no, shooting what? up people in schools? Like no, it's just a fish. Yeah, well, okay. Let's say like uh, fucking uh, it's hunting grounds. Water temp changes. There's nothing for it to eat, so it's looking. And what does it find? It finds like a fucking beach full of a bunch of fat people. Why would the water temperatures not affect the shark? It is a fish. 
that's why I would go somewhere else because the water temp changes and it could go somewhere else that it's not normally ever seen or go off path and then it fucking starts eating people. Okay. I don't know. I just, just it's a fish. What? That's fucking scary. It's just a fish. It's a fish. So? It's like making a movie about like the venomous octopus or something. Yeah. Well, a fucking giant octopus start killing people? That'd be fucking crazy. That'd be scary. Even if... Well, yeah, because even they're smart. If, they're smart. Even if I knew a fucking octopus wasn't going to kill me, if it just started, like, fucking coming up and getting on your shit, it'd be scary. Yeah, because they're smart. Yeah, they're, like, super smart. Yeah. I think being chased down by a smart octopus is definitely more scary than being chased down by a shark. Well, they made a movie called Octopus about a killer octopus. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. They probably have made a movie about a killer... Squid? Yeah, those two, right? They did. They made a TV movie called The Beast. Yeah. Um, Two part. Wow. Yeah, saw it as a kid. So interesting. They had to make it into two parts. Yeah. It's based off a book, too. I read the book. Okay. It's not a good movie either. No, I, I've never heard of it. Mm. Like it's like making a movie. I don't know. Whatever. Let's move on. Let's not talk. Hey, about movies about everything. They do make movies stuff. about everything. Like killer tires. Yeah, yeah exactly. Killer sushi, killer donuts. Couch. A killer. Yes, couch. Yeah. Mattresses. Yep. All that shit. Mm. Though that movie that was a killer couch. It was killer sofa, but it was like a recliner. Yes, it was a recliner. I know that was a big offense to you. It was. It bothered me. It was misnomered. Yeah. But anyway, no, that's important. No. What is important. Mm. Did you see Heidi Klum's worm costume? Yes, that was pretty intense. That was amazing. And she then goes they gave all her an, out. That's they gave they, her, uh, they did her, they wanted to do an interview with her, so she laid down. And she's like on her side, like talking looks because it was really hard to stand in her worm costume it, yeah. like it took them like three years to make that costume or something yeah, I think stupid she, i think she said it took it was a 24 hour process put all the makeup on yeah so but, like she's known for her costumes she goes all out for halloween yeah that was amazing yeah that was fucking sweet christmas bloody christmas uh-huh. that's why we're here today yeah released on december 9th 2022 yeah, it went into the movie theaters, right? I didn't realize it went to theaters until I was looking into this. It went to 301 theaters for a week. My friend said she went to see it, so there had to be one here that it was at. Mm. Pretty sure she said she went to see it because I was like, oh, that's... They probably had it at like Belcourt or some shit like that. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, because I guess they only do small They movies. do all the independent shit. Uh-huh. So, but they, yeah, it went to 301 theaters... Only ran for a week in each theater and brought in $190,662. That's not bad, considering where it was, re- like, it was only released for a week. Yeah, but they only, I guess they only did the the one-week run because on the same day it went to theaters, it was put on shutter. Oh, okay. So, I guess, get what you can. Mm. Another interesting number. Uh-huh. 487. That is how many times profanity is used in this movie. I'm surprised it's actually not higher. It's an average of 5.6 a minute. They use it every other word. And like 90% of it comes from... The girl. The girl. Yeah, she just dropping the F-bombs like... Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, nonstop. Every other... Every other word is is, the F-bomb. Yeah, her saying fuck. 
It really is. Or fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, even to me, like, it got to be, be too much. I'm like, does this girl not know another word? Like, I, I was just like, damn, this chick just says fuck all the time. Like, literally, she could have just said no other words but fuck. You know, it did become a bit tiresome, and I was actually, like, sitting there wondering, like, I wonder if they have them, like, doing this on purpose. Like, just cussing as much as possible. Why would, why? I don't know. For the rating? I don't know. I don't think it would matter. Considering what's going on, yeah, it wouldn't have any effect on the rating. I don't know. It just got tiresome. Yeah, uh, her character got tiresome. I got really tired of her character very quick. Eh, we'll talk about that. Mm, okay. So this movie was originally pitched as a remake of 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Did I see that? Because it sounds familiar, but uh, no, you have not seen Silent Night, Deadly Night, but you have seen clips from silent night Deadly night Two. that's the garbage day yes okay i knew i knew it from somewhere garbage yes. day okay go on yeah silent night Deadly night Two, where they made a sequel oh, i guess that was and they the didn't have Christmas. enough they didn't have enough money to actually make a second movie so the whole first half it's the same first movie is the same yeah the same from the first yeah so our director joe bigos he made that pitch. He said he wanted to remake Silent Night, Deadly Night, and he wanted to replace the killer with, like, a Terminator-esque, like, mm-hmm. android. Yeah. And they passed on it. So... Shocking. To not be deterred, he said, fuck it anyway, and he wrote a script while he was on uh, lockdown for COVID-19. See, he's bent his time wisely. Yes. Uh, I thought that was a really... Interesting idea because Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 is basically that same premise. There's a guy, the killer in that movie, he is human, but he can't feel pain. Mm. And he's basically like a robot. And his brain is sitting in some sort of like jello dish on top of his head. Some like 19s, 1950s jello casserole dish. Essentially, I'll show you a picture of it. It looks really fucking like stupid. Ham and Jello. <laughs> it does look like one of those like Jello casserole. Dishes. Yeah, and he like oh doesn't talk, but he can't feel pain and shit. So uh-huh. he basically is like a robot. Yeah. So you made mention of how this movie looked as soon as I cut it on. It just surprised me for something that was supposed to be that was in the theater to look this shitty. Let's so, just look shitty. It was shot on 16-millimeter film, uh-huh. which I found an interview with Joe Bigos, and he was talking about it. He, say, he said it saved him roughly about $400,000 shooting it on 16-millimeter film as opposed to 35-millimeter, which if most people do shoot on film, they shoot on that nowadays, or it's all just digital. Mm-hmm. He also did VFW, which we watched a couple weeks ago. Yes. And he shot that as well in uh, 16-millimeter film. And then he also has another movie called Bliss that he did, and he also shot that in 16-millimeter film. He just, I guess, has a thing for smoky neon bar light. It is very striking. You can definitely tell this is a movie that he made Mm. because of the way, just solely the way it looks and the way it's filmed, which I really enjoy. But I, mean, I could see it turning off others. No, it just it just surprised me. It wasn't just because even crappy movies and low budget movies are made on better quality than that. Like it just the picture quality was low. 
Well, he said he really liked the grittiness that it gives. And then it has a, um, he says it soaks up light really well. And that's why they use it because it just soaks in like natural light so well. And it makes those colors so vibrant that that's why he likes to use it. Yeah. It just reminds me of like an old school bar that's smoked out. Yes. And like the neon lights, just like the kind of glowing well, on the smoke itself. There's a scene really early on when we have two characters and they're walking down the street and they're just talking. Yeah. And you're just seeing the snow the, coming down yes, and, and the then you see lights. all the lights and everywhere. Yeah. And they're just walking down the street and it's just showing you the town. Mm-hmm. And that really, the, in this interview, they specifically point to that. And if you like watch it, I mean, yeah, you really get what they're going for from that just little scene. You see, because they didn't have to use any extra lighting. It's just the lighting that's coming off the street mm-hmm. and then off of all these lights, and it's just natural lighting and the moonlight and shit. Mm-hmm. And it looked fucking good. I really appreciated that. I really liked that. Oh, no, the, the fucking colors and all that shit. I, loved, I love how that looks. I love how this guy makes movies look. I mean, the colors bleed, but... You think so? I think the colors bleed, yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying anything about that I dislike it. It's just the colors bleed. Mm. I like it. Uh, I loved how how he makes all of his fucking movies look. Well, not all of them, because he's only done the last three like this. He has another movie he made in uh, 2013 called Almost Human. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I've seen that, and uh, it's nothing like Bliss or VFW or this. It doesn't look anything like that. Okay. But she's getting fucked up in that movie. But it's not very good. Hmm. I would never, like, recommend for someone to go out of their way to watch that. Unless, I don't know, you were just really into Joe Bigos and you just wanted to, like, see his full body of work. It's not the worst thing you could watch, but also it's not, like, amazing or anything like that. Shit is getting fucked up, though. I will yeah. say that. Understood. Uh, his next movie, he says, is going to be an alien abduction movie. I'm all for that. Oh, okay. I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So he said he was inspired going back to the 16 millimeter. He said he was inspired to use that format by watching unsolved mysteries. I guess when he was growing up, yeah, that which has they that. reference in here. Yeah. And then also Henry portrait of a serial killer. Have you ever seen that? No. You ever heard of it? No. All right. Henry portrait of a serial killer. Came out in 1986. Mm-hmm. It pretty much is the start of Michael Rooker's career. Okay. Well, you don't like Michael Rooker? I don't know who he is. Oh, my God. I know I'm terrible with knowing the names of people. Oh, I'll show you a picture of him. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, that fucking guy. Okay. He's Daryl's older brother in The Walking Dead. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. That's Michael Rooker. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know his name, but okay. So... He was a janitor at the time, Mm -hmm. and he just went for this audition and auditioned in his custodial uh, clothes and got the part. And in that movie, he is fucking awesome. And as the title gives away, it's about a serial killer. Mm -hmm. And he is very menacing, very dark, gritty movie. Okay. It actually was rated X when it came out. Huh. And it is cited as one of the movies that... It's credited as starting the NC-17 uh, okay. classification. Yeah. It's one of the movies that came out 
that like push for that. I own it. We should watch it sometime. Yeah, maybe we can. Um, but that movie is supposedly inspired by Henry Lee Lucas. Do you know who Henry Lee Lucas is? I'm guessing a serial killer, but no. Okay. There is an f- interesting story about Henry Lee Lucas. At one time in the 80s, he was pretty much labeled the most prolific serial killer of all time. Okay. So, Henry Lee Lucas. 1960, he murders his mother. Mm-hmm. Never got caught for it. Or he ends up getting caught for it eventually. But in 1983, he gets arrested for illegal possession of a firearm. Okay. Goes to jail, and he's in Texas. Okay. So they take him to jail, and while he's in jail, he confesses to murdering two people. Takes these fucking uh, Texas Rangers out, and they find the remains of two bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he gives names on who these people are. And it was these two people that were missing. However, the forensics could never come back and positively ID these bodies. Okay. But regardless, he gets arrested, gets charged with both these murders, and they stick his ass in prison. He starts having a very tough time in prison. He's getting bullied and beat up, like, all the time. So what does he do? He makes himself valuable. So Henry Lee Lucas starts dropping... Hints that there might be more murders he's committed mm. that the police do not know about. So he starts having regular interviews with the police and he just starts confessing to murders. So much so that the state of Texas would clear out 218 unsolved murders and tie them to him because yeah. of his confessions. Okay. Okay. He would end up confessing to over 600 murders. Hmm. Now, the problem is, two years after he started doing this, someone actually started looking into these murders that he was claiming he was doing. And a journalist in Dallas ran a story that showed that he just took a particular month where he supposedly murdered all these people, but it was over a a square mile like span of like 11,000 miles. He would have to cover to murder all these people. So once they started really looking into it, he hasn't murdered any of these people. Now, when they start talking to the, the like Texas Rangers and fucking, you know, the police staff and shit. Well, you come to find out that they're giving this guy like milkshakes, taking him out for steak dinners they're letting him go sit at cafes and drink coffee and shit. He's allowed to just roam around the prison without handcuffs or restraints. They gave him like security access to anywhere in the prison. He knew all the codes for the doors. He could just come and go as he pleased. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, yeah, the guy's serving fucking life. Of course, he's just going to commit to, he's going to confess to shit when every time you do, you give him a fucking like McFlurry and happy meal, you know? And then it came out that they were letting him look at the police files to refresh his memory. So he was just looking at these police files like, oh, yeah, I remember I I did this and did that and did this and killed this person. Hmm. But when he was confessing to murders, because he was confessing to murders that were happening in like New York and shit there, when they started looking at him, he didn't have any idea of the details of those murders. He was just saying he did it. Yeah. But for all the ones that happened in Texas, he was just literally looking at the case files and then just telling the police what they wanted to hear. Hmm. 
It's really interesting because while he was doing his life sentence, when he started confessing to all these murders, he ended up getting a death sentence for 11 of these murders that he committed. Then when this journalist piece came out, they went back and looked at it and he hadn't murdered any of those people. So they reduced his death penalty back to a license. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a funny story to me. Like, I just find that like amazing. The, the Texas fucking law enforcement is just like, Oh yeah, sure. Okay. You killed this person and this person and this person didn't even fucking care just to get all those unsolved cases, like off the record. It's crazy. It is fucking crazy. But he would die of congestive heart failure in like 2001. And then like the one murder that he could, he ended up confessing to killing his mom back in 1960. And that's like the one that like they could confirm that he actually did so kill his mom. It looks like he only ever killed his mom. Right. But he did lead them to these two bodies, but they can't even tell you who they are. So we don't and know. who knows? He might not even killed those motherfuckers. He might, he might have, have heard just, about them from somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Or just found them or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, very bizarre. Henry Lee Lucas. Mm. So we have our cast. Yeah. Riley Dandy. She plays our main character, Tori. Yeah. She's all right. I was, I mean, her acting ability is not in question, but it's, God, Lord. Yeah. I just, her character just got so annoying. You get tired of her after a while. Well, how many times can you hear her say the word fuck? It's really just like, God, this is, did they not write any other words in the script? What the well, and fuck? she's arguing with that Robbie guy. She just argues with everybody to argue for the with first, them. For the first 25 minutes, it's just her arguing with people uh, and saying fuck. I know, saying fuck and arguing with people. It gets so tiring. Well, she has 17 acting credits. Four of those are Christmas movies, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. A Kiss on Candy Cane Lane in 2019. A California Christmas, City Lights. That came out in 2021. And then she had this. And then she had a movie called A Hollywood Christmas, which actually came out a week before this did. Wow. Yeah. So that's her niche. She's doing a... Uh, Shitty Christmas movies. Yeah. She is also in something in 2018 called Kappa Crypto, where she's like this like brilliant hacker sorority girl who helps the FBI like solve internet crimes. There's only eight episodes. Oh, it's a TV show? Oh my God. Okay. Well, see, that's this is where I was confused. It's eight episodes. They're only five minutes long. Uh? And it was released by NBC Universal and Snapchat. Oh, there's Snapchat reels. I, oh, I my guess God. I've never gotten yeah. on Snapchat really, so I don't know like know how that works. Yeah, but I, I guess to do this whole thing where they had like Snapchat reels. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that was very bizarre to me. Yeah, it's... I never knew that Snapchat was like getting in the game of doing some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know who on Snapchat, Facebook. I think Facebook owns it, so it doesn't surprise me. Other than that, yeah, she didn't really hasn't really done much. Yep. Um, next we have Jonah Ray plays Jay, who's only in this movie for like five minutes. Yes. But I did mention him because he is in the revival of Mystery Science Theater 3000, which used to be one of my favorite shows as a kid. Okay. He's also in Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, okay. Victor Crowley, which is the fourth film in the Hatchet series. It's fucking terrible. 20 episodes of Trip Tank, which was on Comedy Central. And he was also credited for 15 episodes of Super News. It was like an animated news show. Oh. 
but it used to come on current TV, which was owned by Al Gore. And um, that in itself is a weird story. Yeah. But Al Gore and these other people started this TV network in 2005. And it was originally intended to be um, all user like integrated content, which honestly is kind of ahead of its time. Talk to 2005. Yeah. And then the Al Gore ended up turning it eventually into just like a straight like news network. But then in 2013, because it wasn't very successful, current TV is what it was called. And then 2013, Al Jazeera ended up buying the channel, and that turned into their channel. Okay. Yeah. So really weird shit. Yeah. I actually completely forgot that that existed until I was going through that guy's filmography. Because I remember Super News. I didn't, like, watch it or anything, but I knew of its existence. Yeah. And then that kind of just sent me back down that little rabbit hole about, like, current TV and shit like that. So there you go. Mm. Next we have Jeff Daniel Phillips. Mm-hmm. He plays Sheriff Monroe. Wow. 52 acting credits. And he's a Rob Zombie guy. Mm. Yeah. He was in Halloween 2, Lords of Salem, 31, 3 from Hell. And he plays Herman Munster in the new Munsters movie. But why I decided to mention him was he was one of the Geico cavemen in the Geico cavemen commercials. Okay. Yes. And he was also one of the cavemen in the show cavemen. Right. Which they try to make. They did make. Yeah. And it aired it on a- ABC and is, yes, generally uh, considered one of the worst TV shows of all time. It didn't last very long. It lasted a month and a half. So six episodes. Yeah, and they filmed eight, and they didn't even get all the way through it before it got canceled. Yeah. So that's his legacy. And then our Santa is played by Abraham Ben-Ruby. Okay. 118 acting credits, 66 episodes of Parker Lewis Can't Lose, who's in the program, great movie, Twister, George of the Jungle with... uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. And his most prolific role, and what he's most known for, 130 episode, 137 episodes of ER is Jerry Markovich. I've never watched ER, but apparently he's like a major character in that. Yeah, I don't remember the character, but I probably would if I looked it up. And then he does a bunch of voice work. He's done a bunch of voice work for Robot Chicken, Diablo, and he's done a like shit ton of World of Warcraft video games. Hmm. So... There you go. Now, you know I'm going to ask you. Give me give me the DVD cover. Okay. Um This one should be easy. X military robot turns Santa and rampages small town. Is, is that it? Yeah, I mean really what more can I say? Like what more was there to this movie? Yeah, that's fair. So, yes. Our film opens and we meet Robot Santa Plus. Which, first first complaint, right? So they said that this robot thing had a vocabulary of like 50,000 words or something. 90,000. But like he spoke three in the entire movie. So what was the point of even bringing I, it up? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. And this town seems so small. Like why would they have one of these robots there? Mm. Whatever. Well, there's more than one. Well, yeah, because they're around, they're at different malls or whatever. Which, I feel like that was going to come back at some point. And it never didn't. did. It never did. No. 
Well, on our opening scenes, we meet Tori, who mm. owns a record store slash video store. Yeah. I only saw the records, but okay. And her employee, Robbie. Yeah. Immediately from the jump, they're like, it's right in your face that Robbie wants to fuck Tori. Yeah. But Tori is a strong, independent, very opinionated woman who does not want to have sex with her employee. Specifically just because it's She works for him. Yeah. So, the colors. Yes, the because the, the video, the record store is super dark, but it has like crazy neons everywhere. Everywhere. And for it's a, the running theme from the very beginning of the movie to the very end. Everything has neon colors like everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So like I said. It's a little bit in your face, really. It It is. I could see where people would find it jarring or distracting, but I like it. I think it looks awesome. I mean, I lo- it would have been fine for some scenes, but it's like, I don't know. Just kind of got old with all the neon lights everywhere. I'll tell you something. So I li- I liked how everything looked, but something that happened very early on and it had me worried was when our Santa awakens. Yeah, for no reason, but okay, yeah. Well, they they say that it's it's at a toy store. Yeah. And the people that own the toy store, they say that it's being recalled and the reason why. Yeah. Is because it keeps they're having like I guess other Santas are reverting back to yeah. their old mm-hmm. firmware. Yeah. And it's making them like I guess go haywire or whatever. Yeah. Which again you think would play a bigger role but into things or that they bring it back, but they don't. But when the Santa first awakens that POV. Yeah. Santa vision. Shitty. I was okay with it at the very beginning where it shows him like first wake up and then he goes and gets his the the fire axe or whatever. Yeah. But then it just doesn't abandon the POV. And for the first like two kills, it's basically like the first like five minutes of Santa being awake. It's all through his eyes and you can't tell what the fuck is going on. No, because this is black and then like blaring red light. Yeah. And like he kills these two people and one of them, I think it was a cool kill because he, it looks like he splits this guy in half, but you can't see shit. Yeah. It did look like that. Yeah, it was. But yeah, you're right. The, it was really shitty that they shot it that way. I remember thinking like. Oh, man, dude, like, I really hope that they're not going to do this POV like every time we're seeing Santa do something. Because later on, when Santa shows up at the neighbor's house, uh-huh. it does it again. Yeah. And goes to the POV when he enters the house. And I was just like, man, this is going to be, it's really going to take me out of it. But fortunately, after that, they don't do it again. Yeah. Which I was thankful for. That would have me worried. I can't lie. Um... There's not a whole lot of characters in this movie. Nope. We spend a, we spend literally the entire movie with Tori. Yep. So her character can be a bit much. It's anno- She's just annoying. Because you never get a break from her. No. And she's just the same blah, combativeness the entire time. Yes. Her and her co-worker, Robbie, they spend... The whole first part of this movie, it, it, it doesn't really bother. It didn't really bother me, but I could see where it would bother people is they're just arguing back and forth about mu- about music and movies. But they're arguing in the most like 
obnoxious way possible. Yes. And they're two very, I mean, they're just two very obnoxious people. First, that Robbie guy looks like a complete fucking douchebag. He does. Like, I hate the way that he looked. But, like, there's, like, when they're talking, they talk with their hands. They're very loud. They climb up on high surfaces when they want to make a point. Yeah. They, they Way kept too doing often. That. Yeah, they kept doing that. People had to keep being like, hey. hey uh, get off the fucking counter. Yeah, get off the table. Get off the bar. Which, I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to make, you know, intentionally to where you like, oh, uh, you know. No, I really thought that, obviously, it's just not well written. The dialogue is shit. I don't think they wrote much of the dialogue. I'm pretty sure they're just letting them wing it. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe when he was, because he was in lockdown, he forgot how people acted. So he just wrote the same actor like 12 times. You know, there's a, another podcast I listened to, and they talked about, they did a like a marathon where they watched Rob Zombie's like Halloween movies. Uh-huh. Because one of the guys on there, his favorite horror movie series is Halloween. Yeah. And he had always, and he had refused to watch the Rob Zombie ones. And then they actually like sit down and watch them. And I, there was something that they talk about in there that has always stuck with me is where they're like, has Rob Zombie ever like listened to like people talk to each other? I don't think Rob, they, and they say it's like, I don't think Rob Zombie knows how people talk to each other because of the dialogue in his movies. And I remember always thinking about that being like, you know, that is, that's okay. You know, that's a good point. Cause in that, in those movies, people just talk so crazy to each other. Yeah. Same with this movie. And it's like across everything. It's not just a small group of people. It's literally like every single person in the, in the Rob zombie, like Halloween universe does it. They, they talk to each other like professional wrestlers with like cuss words thrown in there. They, it's not how people normally talk to each other. And in this, it made me kind of think of that. Like, Jesus Christ, like, is this how you guys fucking talk to each other all the fucking time? Like, all the time. It was just annoying. It got to be, yeah, tiresome. It was like this, it was just the same person. In a different setting. In a different character. Like, you wrote the, the same character four or five times. That's all you did. All of them talked and acted the same way. But and it was so annoying. Robbie and Tori just go from setting to setting to setting. Yeah, being annoying. And at, talking the exact same way. They, and yeah. then just arguing the exact same way. And it literally goes for like 25 minutes and covers literally like five different sets. Yeah. From from the go the from the record store to the toy store to the, the bar, bar, back to her house. And it's just like, it's the same fucking like flow of dialogue in them arguing. I know. It's so annoying. It was like the same person. It's like a TikTok video where obviously the person on TikTok has to play the ca- all the characters. It was like that. It may as well have just been the same person playing all the characters because there was no, they were just the same people. Yeah. Like, they were all just the same combative, like, I don't, so annoying. Now, with that said, this isn't a movie where they're trying to give you, like, deep character development or anything like that. Yeah, but at least give me different people. Don't give me the same person in, like, seven different roles. But you don't need a lot of people. 
Now you could, I do agree. You could give some different variety out there. They literally have the same type of. The only person no, who's any different is that bartender who's around for like two seconds. Only because he's quiet. And then Sheriff Monroe. Sheriff Monroe is the only person who takes time to like actually talk like a normal human being. Mm. He is like the saddest person on the planet. Yeah. But he actually just talks like a normal person. Like when they bring Tori in and she's with that deputy and they're literally screaming in each other's yeah, face yeah, like, no, the same fuck person. you, yes, fuck you, the same no, person. fuck you. Yes. And then he's just like, whoa. Stop, guys. Stop, guys. It's chill. Let's take a look at things. Da, da, da. He just acts like a normal like person, which I would, I'll go ahead and say I was very disappointed that about what they did with his character, about his demise. You don't even see it. Mm. And then he just gets like flung, you know, yeah. back on screen. But irregardless, this Santa is fucking shit up. Right. Because he's an android or whatever. I thought androids had to be like part people. No. No, that's not right. No. Was an android. What's the difference between an android and a fucking uh, just like a robot? I don't know. Maybe the AI processing. I don't know. I never fucking Googled it. I just wasn't into this movie at all. It, like, totally lost me because it was so boring. Even with the killing, it was just like, okay, that was fine, but God, it was so boring. Hmm. Android versus robot. I'm going to come back to your point. Oh, android versus robot versus cyborg. Robot, a machine that performs some function and can be programmed. Cyborg, a combination of a living organism and inorganic. That's what I was thinking of. Android, an artificial non-human being... An artificial non-human being that resembles a human visually. Okay. Hmm. So, yes, this would be our android. I thought the kills were awesome. Yeah, but you're into that kind of shit. I just was, like, bored with this entire movie. Once the killing starts, which Santa wakes up around, like, 15 minutes in, and once he starts, like, killing people and shit, I was on board. There are some cool fucking kills. There's some really good splatter. What ended up really killing me was the never ending ending. Mm, yeah. Is it going to end now? Oh no. He's still alive. This movie isn't very long. I think it, it, I think it's about 87 minutes long with credits. If it had been any longer, I probably wouldn't have been able to finish it. To be honest, they do jump into things rather quickly. And when Santa starts fucking shit up, it go it it paces well for a bit. But then once it gets down to just Tori versus Santa, that goes on for way too fucking long. Or you needed something else to mix it up because it's just the last 30 minutes is literally just this cat and mouse like chase where he chases her, catches her, she does something to incapacitate him, rinse and repeat. Yep. Like five separate times. Yep. I do. I'm, I don't have a problem with how the movie ended. They do. Uh, they do. I do like that. Uh, he, when he was pitching this, he was talking about a Terminator esque Android fucking like killing people and shit. And then at the end of this, they hate they have a whole scene like paying homage to Terminator. And that was real. I've really enjoyed that. But there's a lot of parts leading up to that that you could have just eliminated and we could have just cut to the final showdown because I even put in my notes 
when the Santa disposes of the cops and he comes into the police station, it's like, okay, here we go. Final showdown. But it's not. It just go. It is the final showdown, but it's going to take place over the next 30 minutes over like four different sets. You have the fucking police station. Then they get outside. Then they get into the ambulance and they're doing the ambulance chase. Then it gets into the street again. Then it ends up back into the record store. And then in the record store, you get like three separate times where you think Santa's done. And then he comes back. Yeah. And it just keeps going on and on and on. Honestly, you could have probably just made this into like a 60-minute short and trim some fat. Or just not make it. Ah, that's not fair. Is it not? I don't think so. I mean, I guess it does have its target audience, but I was fucking bored. There is a specific target audience going on in here. Because you talk about what you didn't like about the new um, Halloween movies is like how, uh, like indestructible he is like this character is just so indestructible too because he's a man the, the my problem with the halloween movies was you have this director going out of his way to tell you his vision for this was just to make michael myers as human as possible but he's like a 65 year old man like yeah yeah kicking doing ass. yeah like doing superhuman things and then you flip it and say that he is some sort of like mystical like being or some shit I don't know. I haven't even watched the new Halloween yet. I, just, uh, uh, I will at some point. But I get what you're saying. But yeah, I do. I I agree. Because you know, there's like five fucking times where you're like, all right, that's it. They finally got Santa. And then he just don't. He won't fucking die. He won't fucking die. And it happens. That's that's I guess it would be it wouldn't even be OK. It wouldn't it wouldn't be so bothersome if you spread it out some. But it's it's that final cat and mouse chase with Tori where literally you think she's killed Santa like five fucking times yeah. and he just keeps coming back. Yeah. And it got, it did get tiresome. So I feel like I've said a lot in this review, but that's what it is. It gets tiresome this at a point. It's tiresome. Yeah. The dialogue is tiresome. The neon fucking light effect is tiresome. So when I showed you this trailer, you were excited to see I this. I was because they the trailer looked like a totally different movie than this. As was I. I was excited for this, and I had, we had just actually watched VFW. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen, you should see it. That's a really good fucking movie, and it takes some of these same elements, but it's just done better. I don't know. There's something. There's there's parts missing here. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they edited out stuff, but it's just tired. This movie's tiresome. Characters, tiresome. Dialogue, tiresome. Fucking the black neon smoky light, tiresome. Santa Claus never dying, tiresome. So uh, a part, a thing I thought about with the lights too. So in VFW, it really works because it's, it's either taking bar. place in this, yeah, in the bar, in this VFW bar, or it's in this fucking warehouse with a bunch of like drug addicts and shit. Here. They go to her house and she has neon lights in her house. It's not just the it's it's the house, it's the toy store. Everybody it's has, everywhere. Like so much neon light everywhere. It's just like no one likes neon lights this much. Everywhere. And it's literally there until the last scene when she goes out into the street and there's just no neons. It's just showing like her face like lying on the back of the fucking or lying on the concrete, you know? 
But I even was like, man, like this shit is everywhere. Everyone's house, every that's every setting, it's smoky and has these fucking neons like this, everywhere. This movie is just this more of the same. Yes. More of the same dialogue. More of the same character, but to, to, supposed to be a different character. More of the same visual. That's what bored me about it. There was nothing. You could have watched 10 minutes of this and been okay with just 10 minutes. But the fact that you had to keep on watching more of the same and same, it just like took it away. It took away from it totally. And honestly, I'll say that's a fair criticism because I found myself looking at things and being like, man, this is a bit much. But with that said, I would recommend to watch this, but you only need to, you're only going to watch it once. Yeah, you're only going to watch it once and just don't, I guess maybe... You don't need to have any... If you have zero expectations, then you'll be fine. But the trailer made it seem like this actually would have a plot, and there is no plot. There's no no dialogue, there's no character development, there's no plot. It's just, if you are into just gruesome, slacker, slasher, people getting cut in half kind of shit, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, just uh, just a a fucking mindless slasher. That's not my thing, so it was like fairly agonizing for me to watch. And just see some body counts. There you go. The trailer is better than this movie. For real. I will say that. But, like, I don't know. I didn't hate it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I was hoping. I hated it. This is definitely the weakest of uh, Jeff Bigos movies that I've seen. But, like I said, I would recommend it. If you just literally have an hour and 20 minutes to kill, you just want to see some shit get fucked up, some splatter, some gore then you could throw this on. If you needed to throw something, like let's say you're going to clean your fucking apartment, you could throw this on in the background and then just look up and you're going to see Santa fucking murdering a child, but you don't need to follow along with it. Yeah. You know, it's something good for like that. Or like if we had people over for like a little Christmas party or some shit, we could throw that on because then, you know, you could just look and see some people get murdered or some shit. You don't have to sit down and like invest your brain into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And I was I was disappointed because I was a little excited to watch it, and then you were excited terrible. to watch it. I, yeah, I got out of bed to watch it. Yeah, well, they can't all be winners. Mm. I almost said wieners. Well, this is definitely a wiener of a movie. Mm. Well, that's okay. Well, let's have to see what Jeff Bigos comes up with next. I do want to see his alien abduction horror movie. That sounds like that could be cool. But you got to put some more commitment into it. You got to put a yeah. little bit more fine tuning into uh, your script writing here. I'm just imagining just smoky neon lights, but it's a spaceship. But it look like yeah, go shoot in like a fucking laser quest. Yeah, yeah, or some shit like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, be, oh god, now you say that, now that's what I think's gonna happen. But that's gonna wrap it up for this. Yep. So when we return. Oh, it'll be a new year. This is actually going to come out on New Year's Day. Okay. So, happy 2023 to everybody. Hopefully, it'll be better than 2022 was. The way things are looking, probably not. Now, it's going to be more like this movie, more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. For our next episode, we should be doing... Oh, my God. Now I can't... What are we doing next? Oh, you forgot God. what we're doing next? I did forget what I'm doing. What we're doing. It's I know one of those what the, movies. One I know what the movie movies. is. I just can't think of the title of it. Oh, I forget too. It's uh, Killing killing Something. I can't remember what the fuck it is. Okay. Bloody Hell. That's what it's called. It's called Bloody Hell. It didn't even have the word killing in it. I How know. did you go there? Okay. I don't know. 
All right. It's because I just saw Santa just fucking murder like 30 people. I think there's killings in my head now. Mm. So, well, yes, we'll be back with bloody hell. And we'll just have to go from there. Yeah, we'll have to see if that one's good or not. Yeah. So, as always, stay tuned. Keep watching. And for me and Elaine, that's going to do it. Bye. Bye.